Yeah, this is another episode of Mrs. Z and Fifth with your host, Zach Kias and the Fifth General. Zach Kias, what's going on today? It was good, man. Good to be here for sure. All right. Good thing today. It's been a while since we've done one of these type of uh, subjects for the show, but we're going to get into a relationship uh, conversation. We're going to get back into these relationship topics. We said that we would. And here's the episode. And I'm going to tell you what inspired it. Inspired it. Uh, Zach Hughes, you mm-hmm. introduced what inspired this topic. Yes, the real. You know, it, it was the real, that, that episode on the real. When uh, Lonnie Love started expressing herself and saying that um, black men, sisters, we need to, 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 expand our horizons, open our horizons and stop just thinking we're just limiting ourselves to brothers. And this is a sister talking, those who don't know, this is a sister saying this. Mm-hmm. We need to, we need to um, not look at black men because to not date, don't, if you can't find a black man to marry, not date a black man because the black man, they're all, we're all incarcerated and we're all uh, either we're gay, dead and we're all incarcerated or, or, or we're no good with players. You know, it, 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 we need to step up. She was, yeah, she was speaking to um, T.J. Campbell on this matter, you know, because T.J. Campbell, she was married to um, Dwayne Martin. So what the, and so, um, so she was expressing herself that way. And I said, and I said to myself, I said, man, this is a topic. It needs to be touched on. Go, if we ain't touch on this topic, then... Um, then there's a gun touch on this topic, but this is a topic that is a hot topic and we need to touch on because you know, I can't believe that she would actually say that in front of all the, in front of a whole audience. I mean, this is something that I just think that we just keep to ourselves. But well, this woman. Well, we're going to play the clip. You know, we're going to play the clip and let me just yeah. uh, introduce the topic. So on this, the question was why are black women least to marry outside their race? And they took a research, they did some research and they read off of um, something that I've been knowing for a long time. Uh, the research was really about why black women are the last to get married also mm. outside that race. So there's a two parts there. There's sisters being the last to get married and also within that same number, those sisters are least likely to marry outside their race. Okay. So mm. what I'm going to do is going to the clip. Okay, because we're going to get this started. So Lonnie Love of The Real on this show, uh, they also had Tisha Campbell as a guest. So we're going to get into that. If if anybody knows what the show The Real is, The Real is a a talk show, daytime talk show, similar to The View, similar to The The View, but not. Okay. All right. We're going to get into Lonnie Love's clip and then we're going to get into uh, our response. black women have always been loyal to the black race and especially black men and so there was all this fear of not dating outside their race because they felt like they were being disloyal loyalty is a good word to describe that and the thing is is that the truth of the matter is and we've talked about this before on this show is that the pool of black men especially as you get older gets smaller um i find that i have a lot of my sisters who are like in their 40s their 50s they have their degrees they've raised their children and they find themselves alone now if you are in that i would suggest that yes if you want to find a black man try to find a black man but also open up your pool because life is short and love should be available for everybody piggyback off what you just said i think that's another reason why in my culture they encourage you to date within your race because they want to yeah kind of it's what they're used to it's what all they know and they they actually say that and they don't always um they don't always feel comfortable to try to speak the other language you know what i'm Mm. saying but then i'm first gen and i can speak english so as long as you speak English, we got a fighting chance. (laughs) But I do want to say that if you aren't comfortable with dating outside your race and you are of English speaking, you should just take a second to think about why is that? Because God forbid you've been tainted with any ideas of other races or any, you know, old stigmas from your family that might be habits that won't be healthy for you today in the dating world. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm just curious. You said, like, they they said, like, you should probably stay within your race. Obviously, you just said... It's just a comfortable thing. Because of language. 
Did you ever feel, and this is for all the women, that your families ever kind of made you feel like we'd prefer that you stay in the race? See, I think I had the opposite effect mm -hmm. in the sense that I'm actually a product of an interracial, Correct. you know, marriage. Mm -hmm. I, I am biracial. So I actually, contrary to some people's belief, I have dated every type of race. Okay, let me stop that. That was Tamara, yeah. Tamara uh, Mowry just talking. Tamara basically was saying she's biracial, so her standpoint on dating is, is a little different, and her exposure is a little diff uh, different, and her experience is different. Uh, before that, mm -hmm. we had the woman, I don't know her name, but she she's Asian. Um, I think she's Korean or something like that. Um, oh, Jermaine Jermaine May? Jermaine May? Okay. Yeah, my, yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying that to be disrespectful that I I, I could have swore she Jeannie said she, Mai, right. Mai, I, I could have like swore she said that a long time ago that she was Korean, whatever, but she's of the Asian uh, culture in, in that diaspora. She's part of that Asian diaspora. Um, Adrian Bailan is um, Puerto Rican, yeah, I think, she, right? It must be Puerto Rican or Hispanic, something she, like that. She, yeah. she's, she's something... Some something in in the uh, Latino community, Latino community. Uh, Lonnie Love is the only, I mean, uh, African American woman on stage. Mm -hmm. uh, that's part of the program, you know. Well, I guess non mixed. Okay, uh, you also had Tisha Campbell as a guest on there, and she's black. So yeah, let's let's get into what she said on this part and then I had to get into the second part because she said more. So I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I don't think there was anything wrong with what she said. Okay. Because she still said because of the situation, uh, the numbers are small, but if you do want a brother still pursue one. So it's not like she's telling sisters not to pursue well, not, not to be pursued by brothers. But she's also saying because of the numbers of sisters being alone, which is true. Yes, but, yes. But I want to say to Lonnie, there's, there's, where there's a black woman alone, there's a black man alone too. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Okay. Hello. So and I'll get into a second part. But before I do that, Zacchaeus, what's your take on what she said and kind of break down what she said? Well, what you see, see, Lani was more expressing herself because, you see, she, she, um, I don't know if she gave a brother a chance, but she stepped out and she stepped out of her um, dating her own to date, and she did it. Now she's um, she married to to a to a white guy, something like that. Nah, she yeah. not she not married yet. And she she dating them. Yeah, she dating them. Yeah, she dating them. So. What she was saying is that you gotta expand your horizons. You gotta you gotta expand your you gotta expand your horizons, and you gotta if you can't find if a brother he's, you find yourself having problems with brothers, you find yourself not find yourself being alone. Then it's, then it's best for you to um, step out, step out and experiment, experiment Asian, experiment. Or experiment of black women, experiment Asian, experiment white, experiment step out and just exp expand your horizons. That's what she, basically that's in, in a nutshell. That's what she was trying to say, you know. Yeah. But but in my opinion, mm -hmm. and I, and I'm a, and I'm gonna go on what Fifth General said because that is so true. Because I have friends that are black, male, and single. Yeah. Quite a few of them. Yeah. You know, and, and I, quite uh, a few of them. I'm one of them. I'm so, single. Exactly. So my, thirty-two my and single. That, yes. So my my point my point in saying is that yeah, you say it for the black women too, but there's also some lonely brothers that's looking for a good woman too. Mm -hmm. A good black woman, you know. Yeah, black and looking for for black women, and 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 I'm gonna say it, and I'm gonna I think I'm gonna I'm gonna jump and I'm gonna say this too. Yeah. That that sometimes God has put. Someone underneath your nose, but you overlook them. Mm. You overlook them because of maybe because maybe you're looking at his money. 
Oh, we're gonna we're look, gonna address that. We're gonna address that. Maybe you're looking, maybe you're looking at oh, what kind of car he drive. We're gonna or maybe that. you're looking at a status. Yep. But he's a good brother. Mm-hmm. He he and a, and a lot of lot and a lot of this. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just in this. I'm I'm gonna jump on two two sides now. I'm gonna just say this. Mm-hmm. A lot of sisters pick 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 until me when I'm as a as a old West Indian as a, a West Indian saying they pick 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 until you pick nothing. My money's just telling me that. Mm-hmm. But but it's a thing like this. Sometimes. The sisters are selective of what they want. So as time goes on, they 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 they, they wanna they, they looking for, they looking for status, looking for for his money. Nothing, nothing wrong with looking for a man with status and money. Nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying, but sometimes you gotta be able to look beyond them because sometimes it's not always about money, it's not always about what he drives, it's not always about these things. Sometimes you got to look at his character. Sometimes you got to look at his spirituality. Sometimes he can be a good brother that you look, but you just look up because certain things you're looking at, and 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 you do, you just don't want to. You're looking at him and you're like, nah. He's you say he's just for some part reason you're saying he's just not my type. You know? Can I say but, something but, real quick and get yeah, back to you? you because mm-hmm. a wise man, what you're saying to me relays into what was told to me a wise man once told me that a man in society um is judged by what he is judged excuse me let me say this again almost burped (laughs) sorry audience (laughs) a wise man once told me that a man is not judged by who he is he is first judged by what he has Mm. and a lot of people have followed that method but i want all women to understand this, including black women, is that are we looking at the staple and uh, examples from dating from our from our oppressors? Because if we are, then here's where we put ourselves at a disadvantage. Because on one end, a system that was fought and killed for and blood was shed for raped and pillaged. That system goes into the favor of them, not black men. So sisters, if you're looking at black men, the same way white women look at white men, it's not the same. Mm. Mm. And we can't look at it from that angle. We can't look at our sisters from that angle too. We can't be looking out, looking at our sisters, like how the world, how the world views white women. Because let me tell you something right now, and this is a fact. White women, and this is this is not to be disrespectful, but white women are number one in adult in- entertainment. That means stripping and pornography. But white women are not but white women are not um stereotyped for being whores. Hmm. But but sisters are only my God, I mean a, a very small percentage of this nation, okay? And whatever the percentage is of them in the adult industry, uh, how is it that they are looked at more for their stereotypical uh, views uh, um, as, as in their stereotypes and they don't even partake in the same activity at the same number that white women do. Mm. Same thing with brothers. Uh, white, mm-hmm. white men statistically do more crime. But hmm. why is it that black men are the killers, the thugs, and the rapists? Mm. And that's what I want our people to understand is that we can't look to the media that is run by white supremacy to view how we are in the dating world. Mm. This is why we don't mm. have any unity. See, the relationship between a black man and a black woman is not good. So, you can't, this is why we're having problems having unity from mm. a from a from a political standpoint. Hmm. From a relationship standpoint, we are damaged. Come on now. So we mm-hmm. can't get together uh for a common cause and be on the same code when we can't even love each other. Facts. <laughs> There's something wrong with that. Yeah. hmm So we're gonna hmm. get into this clip and I'm gonna hand it back to Zach Keyes. 
So we're going to get into this clip because we need to address mass incarceration. We need to uh, address why sisters are, we need the, 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 the battle of the sexes situation between brothers and sisters. That shouldn't be there. And we'll address that. So let me get into part two of what Lonnie said, because Lonnie gets more into um, her reasoning. I know when I uh, brought James into my life, I did not choose James on purpose. Aww. I did not. Yeah. Now, let me break in. James is a uh, Caucasian male. All right, we're going to move on. No, it was it was done because of compatibility. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying to a lot of my sisters. I want to speak to my sisters because she's right here. Oh, yes. Come yes. to us. No, I, I, because of mass incarceration. There's a lot of, um, you know, there's some people that it's just not available. Yeah. And I'm just tired of seeing my sisters alone. You are a good woman, and you deserve to have happiness. You deserve to have happiness like everyone else. And the issue here that we're trying to, like, walk eggshells over is why do you feel like you yeah. can't go outside of your race without someone? I will say it then. I, yeah. will, I feel... Uh, this is Tisha Campbell talking. Like what they said. I feel like I would be turning against them. Right. That's real. That's what I'm saying. And, and you're I'm not so glad you were honest about you will that. Have, you will have people actually criticize you yeah. for it, and that's the reality. Yeah. I didn't know how much criticism I would get once I introduced my boyfriend to the world because of my lifestyle at home. Yeah. Everybody was so, you know, welcoming. But the moment I went to the Billboard Awards, I'll never forget it. It was the first time this American sweetheart experienced so much hate. And I didn't under... This is Tamara talking. So I'm really happy that we are talking about this now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Love. Don't be afraid. Love is love. And that's the beautiful thing about yeah. God, and I hope, I mean, heaven. The thing is, is we're going to have all different types yeah. of races. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's it. I can't, I, I, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Re- respectfully, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. Okay. Enough of that. <sighs> Zacchaeus, I'm going to hand it back to you. She said, because of Matt, Lonnie said, and let me just say one thing. I don't have a, this is not attacking Lonnie, but we want to speak to the, men, uh, the mentality of somebody of a Lonnie love out there. I don't know Lonnie loves experience in the dating world, but I'm pretty sure there's plenty of brothers who want that. Well, well want her. I don't want to say that. Like, you know, like she's a, a, a piece. Um, but listen, yeah. she, she, if she is in love with this man that she's with, God bless her. I don't have no problem with that. But she mentioned mass incarceration. Let's get into that. Yes. She said availability, lack of availability with brothers. And she said because of mass incarceration. Let's get into that, Zacchaeus. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something good, man. I mean, <laughs> this, um, this America is systematically set up for brothers who who are locked up to are falsely accused all the time of some, a crime they didn't do. Falsely accused of a crime they didn't do. Now she's talking about systematically, but it's designed for us to be, it's, it's called systematic slavery. It's, it's mental slavery, what Bar Marley used to speak about. Mm-hmm. It's slavery. Yes, it's not only slavery in the mind, but we're also slave. This is a different type of slavery now we're dealing with. Massive incarceration. Because you see, if you look at certain documentaries, we do some reading, you'll find that the incarceration has increased over the decades. It, it has increased. Meaning that the more black and Hispanic male is locked up every day for, for minor minor stuff and getting locked up for things for being falsely accused of of things we didn't do. So for her to for for, for some sisters to sometimes say that, 
I feel that they don't understand. They don't understand the depth of brothers being falsely, of, falsely accused. Yes, there's some brothers. Yes, we have we cause that we we are our own enemies, and sometimes we do crime. Yes, it's true. I'm not saying that we don't do crime. Well, just like everybody else true. who does crime. Exactly. I'm not saying that. But right. all I'm saying is that that I'm not. I don't know Lani's life or, or world. I don't. I don't know. But I, all I know is that a lot of brothers, single brothers, are passed over. There's some brothers that probably looked at her and she probably was like, "Nah, not my type." A lot of brothers are passed over because of certain things that women look at, or certain things that sisters look at. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going back to it's going back to like, no, okay, yeah, a lot of us are incarcerated, but not all of us are incarcerated. Thank you. Never even seen a jail cell. Not even, never even stepped foot in jail. Don't even have a record. How about that? Yeah, which is a beautiful thing. Yes. So. You're talking about you. He said because she was kept on stressing that a lot of us. She's talking about the incarceration, the how high the incarceration. And yes, it is high because it's systematically set up that way. So, so it's, it's the system is systematically set up that way. So, so it's to stop us and to stop our flow. It's a different type of slavery. Well, let's get deeper into it because after slavery, mass incarceration. Um, Mass incarceration was slavery to begin with. When you think about it, because we were prisoners, we were prisoners of war. Um, we were slaves. We were property. So we were already incarcerated. That's incarceration. Mm-hmm. How about that? So, yeah. so historically, the black man in America has been, has been, uh, the, it was designed to keep the black man incarcerated for life because after slavery got abolished, prisons we come with the prisons okay yeah so yeah now let's speak to that so let's talk about why we're targeted because i want to tell sisters out there you're targeted too it ain't just us you're targeted too and, and mass yes. incarceration is to not only uh to keep us uh in legal slavery but also to divide the black family yes and for population yes. control so sister mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the reason why it is mass incarceration. I'm going to say what Lonnie Love should have said. What Lonnie Love should have said was this, or maybe somebody else on the panel should have said this because they didn't have any sisters on that stage that have knowledge of self. Okay. Because that conversation would have went a little deeper than just dating. So let's not talk about lack of availability. Now I saw a thing on 2020. This was some years ago, right? And the ones there was a, a group of sisters on there. No, it wasn't 2020. It was Dateline. It was a Dateline special, and it was about. And this brother was a uh, a life coach, life coach slash dating coordinator, uh, matchmaker mm-hmm. coach, whatever whatever you call him. He was like uh, Hitch, like Will Smith's character in the movie Hitch. And mm-hmm. basically, he took a he took a he he, had a, he met up with a couple of sisters. The sisters mm-hmm. uh, were very. Accomplished, and when I mean accomplished, I mean college degrees and career women. You know what I'm saying? No man, no kids, but a lot of uh, uh, degrees, probably a lot of debt. Anyway, I, hmm. I said that not because they're sisters, but because college puts all of us in debt. That's just what college does. That's what college yeah. does. Okay, college mm-hmm. and credit cards and all types of stuff makes us slaves to debt. Anyway, so mm-hmm. career women, they talked about what they wanted in a man. Now, the brother said that one of the sisters talked about men being uh, sisters talking about, well, you know, the good ones are either married. Then she said, and all the other brothers are probably either in jail, dead or gay. That's what a sister said. Mm hmm. So then now the brothers, uh, the brother, the, the, the coach, the life coach. He said that not all of them, but a lot of the sisters, and he also deals with brothers too in matchmaking. He gets mm-hmm. more women clientele than men than, than men clientele because you know men have a, 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 a more of an exposure uh, of a social life um, to meet women uh, as opposed to women meeting men. So it's very different. That's why you, you know you see more women than the men in these things because you know women you know they want to get to a point where they want to get settled down, have family, and stuff like that. I'm sorry, I'm long-winded. Let me get to the point. So she wanted to mm-hmm. sis- he said the 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 
his survey of the, of the women and his estimation of what he got was a lot of the sisters, when they looked what they look for in a man, mm-hmm. it was, Oh, he got to be tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got to have this type of income because they had good income. So they wanted a man to either match the income or be greater than the income. Uh, mm-hmm. they wanted him to not have any kids and, and stuff like that, which is understandable. These are single women who don't have any kids, but the, and these women are like in their thirties and forties, by the way. Uh, and, and, you know, and basically, um, what the man has, uh, he, he has to have uh college degrees. He has, he has to have, he has to go to college just like I did. Like that's what the you know, sisters were saying. Uh, he got to have this, 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 and that. Uh, mm-hmm. um, he said that a lot of the stuff that he got from them, um, most of it was about a man's possessions and his status as opposed to mm-hmm. his looks. He said the looks came in as far as the height. He said he's, yes. he's they wanted tall women six feet and above. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when he said that he found some men that kind of fit their criteria, the only thing was these men didn't make as much money as few one made uh 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 the same money but he wasn't 6 foot but he was still taller than her mhm but he wasn't 6 foot so it was a problem um mm-hmm. uh you know a, a, another situation was well you know he had what he had but he might have had a kid once or two or he might have been married before like you know these women didn't want anybody who was married before so you had a guy who was divorced and stuff like that now, when he talked to the men, he kept it real. He said the men were kind of like more physical. Uh, I want a woman that looks like this. I want a woman who looks like that. And mm-hmm. what men last cared about was the money that they have, the car that they get they drive. So he said yes. that the women were more so focused on what the man had has, yes. and the yes. men were more focused on what the woman looks like. So their mm-hmm. whole thing was it got a lot of the women got to a point where you know, okay, what he looks like is what he looks like. Okay, but what does he do? As where a lot of the men was like, hey, we're going to tell you what she, what she does for a living. And a lot of the men were like, okay, well, what does she look like? So that's where the difference was. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, I will say that um, being picky can happen on both sides. Um, yeah. You, you know, you should be selective. Yes, you should. And then also we need to get into this thing. These women who who he talked to wanted all this stuff, but I wonder if these women had any time to date. Let's speak to mm-hmm. that because if you don't have a schedule to date, then you're not ready. Let me talk yeah, about, did. let me talk about my own experience and Zach here. So I'm gonna get this right to I'm, I'm saying this because I'm single. Mm-hmm. So here's the situation. So for somebody like me, you know, who wants to date, who is serious about uh, having a woman, a woman in my life and someday getting married and stuff like that. You know, uh, one of the things that I had to recognize is this, you know, number one, I had to be available because if I'm not available, then I can't even take a woman out. Um, mm. I got to make sure. I mean, not, I mean, I'm not uh, financially uh, affluent, but I do have enough money to take a woman out on a date. You know what I'm saying? As long as, right, as, right. as as long as we ain't going to uh freaking uh uh Benny Hanna every day, I mean, you know, <laughs> that's expensive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, I I could at least take a woman out. You know what I'm saying? And and spend a day, whatever. You know that that I could do. You know what I mean? You know, but you know that's the thing. And then women who want to be in a relationship, you know, mm-hmm. your schedule has to be has to have some flexibility. It has to. You want a man to date you, but you're not even available. It mm. doesn't make any sense. H- how are you going to get into a relationship? Yeah, you know, men and women have to. Uh, men have to be more ready than a woman than a woman uh, has to be when he's looking for somebody. He got to make sure that his stuff is all lined up. I mean, a, mm-hmm. a, a man. I mean, these days, a man has to be almost perfect in his situation to get mm. to get a woman. You know, well, to get a woman of. To, to to get a woman of some type of substance is what I meant because I mean mm-hmm. you know you got dudes out there with no money getting all types of women you know but that 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 that's another story you know what I'm saying <laughs> so what yeah, I want to exactly true, yeah so what I want to say to women is women out there 
you know, if you don't have the type of schedule that would allow you, I'm not saying you got to be sitting around waiting for a man all day. Cause I ain't sitting around waiting for a woman all day either. But what I'm saying is you have to be available. You have to look at it this way. If you're going to put yourself in the dating game, then you have to prepare yourself for the relationship world. Because if you're not, then just, you know, stay in the house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if a man asks mm-hmm. you out, just say no. You know what I'm saying? Right. Until you're right. able to, 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 and then understand that men and women need to understand this is that a relationship is not always about you. It's about the other person too. And then mm-hmm. a lot of times men and women want people on their terms only. First of all, that's selfishness. Mm-hmm. So if you want somebody only on your terms, you ain't ready to date. Okay, that's you're not ready to be in a relationship. And if you're not ready to be in a relationship, then you're not ready to date. Simple as that. Huh. So mm-hmm. that's how that's how we're going to go with that. Zacchaeus, you or marry me? Yes. So what's your taking this from a married man's perspective? Because you were single once. But oh, yes. You know, you know the journey. Yeah. So you speak mm-hmm. to this. Yeah, let me tell you, it's, it's, it's like, you know, you have to make yourself, like you said before, available. You got to make yourself um, marketable. What I mean by marketable is you got to put yourself out there. You got to... Um, Back then, when I started dating, when I started dating my, my wife, we were not married yet. I used to um, set a time where I, was, I, I made my weekends free and I made myself available. So when I take her out, we spend the time together. You see, it's more um, we're excited about each other. So we're going to make a way. To, to, we're going to make a way and we're going to make time to spend with each other. You know, it's no, um, well, I'm busy, I'm working a double shift, I'm working a lot of work. Yeah, you got to make money to right. pay that rent. You got to make money to pay the rent. And stuff but like that same, would come up, and that's yes. fine, but, you know, just. But in the same token, yeah. if you start dating, if you start dating, then you got to make yourself flexible. You got to make yourself visible. Yesterday, I was um, talking to a brother that said that, ah, oh, you know. Um, I ain't got a car. I don't have a car, but I want. But when I ask a woman out, I want her to come all the way from Jersey to come see me. And I said, "Well, how's that possible?" Because the thing is, is that wait, where that, where does he live? Because you have to explain this for the audience. Well, he lives on Staten Island. So he lives in Staten. So he lives in Staten Island, New York. He lives on Staten Island, and he, he wants and he wants a woman to come from Jersey to see him. To see him. Oh. He, and he's interested in her. Yeah, he's interested in her. So I said, "Well, you know, the he, thing is, is that he need to go see her. You, you're a man. Thank you're you. asking her out. Yeah. So you gotta flex yourself to go see her. Yep. It's not. It's not. The, I mean, yeah, you're not. Oh, I understand you're not driving, but that's another. That's another situation. You got to take care of yourself. You know. But in the same token, if you're dating, if you ask someone out, you got to make yourself available. You got to. You gotta make a ways to go to that person, or 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 if you can or if you can't make it, spend time. You spend time texting. You spend time on the phone. There's many ways to to contact somebody that you're interested in. Way or spend time online, you know. But um, but I always say this, and I will t- and I will tell any couple any, to anybody this: if you're seeking someone, you gotta put yourself out there. You're not gonna get anyone if you just sitting and waiting in the house and hoping to get and staying single and waiting to get and thinking dreaming about getting married and you're not making yourself you're not putting yourself on the um on the black people you're not putting yourself in mingle you know the, um the dating hotline the dating sites you're not putting yourself out there you're not making yourself known if you want something you gotta work you gotta work at it and you gotta and, and you gotta work at it because there's a lot of yes, there's a lot of people that there's a lot of brothers that are single out there, but sometimes they don't they don't want to make an effort to make themselves available, so to make themselves open, or 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 make themselves available, make themselves open to put themselves out there and say, listen, I'm a single I'm a single man or woman, and um, I'm looking for for someone and I'm looking for someone to settle down with someone that could be compatible with me and someone that can grow with. Sometimes you gotta, 
you got to take a leap sometimes. It doesn't happen overnight. And sometimes you may you might run into a lot of bumps, meaning that you might date one or two people and they may not be compatible with you. And then eventually, but you, eventually you meet that one. But when you meet that one, don't, the first thing people, the first mistake people look at from a man's perspective, the first thing he looks at, okay, you look at the physical look, but also look if she is, that she can grow with you. Also look at she is a rarida, meaning that she is willing to, to ride with you, meaning that she's willing to work with you, meaning that she's willing to, 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 um, to, to fight enjoy and, your fight company. And, fight and the struggle with you. Yeah, enjoy your company. And that's what it is, enjoying each other's company and enjoying, and, and, and having that, having that compatibility where you can enjoy each other's company and you're excited to see each other, you know, and vice versa for the women, for the women. Yeah. You know, you see, you meet a good brother out there, but you're looking at certain things. You say, okay, he ain't got that. He ain't got that. He ain't got this. Okay. You know what? He's off the market. Then you look at, you're looking at these things, but you know what? And then you get upset because you're 40 years old and you're still not married with no kids, but you got your degrees. Mm Mm-hmm. But, but, but this is what it is. Sometimes they're right underneath your nose, but you don't give them a chance because, because, just because, because, the, because what they, because let's say, let's say you meet somebody, let's, okay, let's say you meet a brother with that, that has a degree, has all the money and has, and, and, but the question, the question would be, would he, is he compatible with you? Hmm. Is he, is he, is he willing to, break bread with you is he compatible with you but you may find a guy that's not making as much money as you that's compatible with you he makes you he makes you laugh you feel comfortable with him you can be yourself with him you can you can tell him anything he's will he's open there to listen to he's always he's available for you he he, he wants to spend time with you right and and he, and he treats you like he should be treated like a queen that effort is there the effort is there but you know what you look at? You look at his status. You look at oh, he may be by he, oh, he's only five foot eight. He's only five foot eleven. He's not my six footer. You, you look at these things and you know, and you look at these things and you say, ah, trust me, you know. But but this, and you look at these things. Okay, we all have different preferences. We all have preferences. I know men, we have physical preferences. We have pre- physical preferences. We all have preferences. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing wrong with your preferences, but sometimes, sometimes you overlook, you, you overlook certain, you, you, you look at certain things, you say, okay, I don't want to date him. Or, some, or this happens too. Sometimes he's, he's treating you so well, too well, that he scares you away. I'm talking to the Oh, his brother's too easy. Oh, you talking about that that, that too good to be true uh, thoughts? Yeah, that? too good. Oh, too good God. to be true. Yes, I'm gonna go there real quickly. I've been on that end of that where women have done that to me. Yeah, exactly. and then you get scared because you're not used to getting treated that way. Exactly, so they don't believe it. So yes, because you don't believe it because you know what you've been beaten down. Your self worth been beaten down because you don't think you can get a good. You don't think there's a good brother out there that can treat you the way you should be treated. So you have this stigma in your head that uh, uh these brothers they know all they want is my, all they want is some booty. That's all. That's that's all they want. No, a lot of us, some of us are spiritual. Some of us don't think that way. Yeah. Stop putting all of us in a box. That's what I'm saying. You know. You know, look, because I'm going to give it back to you. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the black man and a black woman. Mm-hmm. So, the black man and the black woman uh, deal with each other uh, back in the days on this type of basis, even though we had laws like segregation and stuff like that after slavery, is that a lot of brothers and sisters understood that we need each other and we need to fight for each other and fight the system of white supremacy. That was mm. a con that was a, a, they were on code to some degree back then when it came to that. Um, then you got all the stuff that was put in place to attack the black man uh, mm. because they tried to get the black woman, to, but the black woman stayed with the brothers because 
and in, in, in slavery, there was a lot of sisters being raped by black women. I'm sorry. Black women were being raped by slave masters. And, you know, um, they tried to make black women, um, particular slaves as bed wenches, you know, and these slave mm. masters were married. So they were married and their white wife was, couldn't say nothing because back then all women didn't have no rights. So the white mm-hmm. woman couldn't say nothing. The white woman had to sit by. And even though she was mad because, you know, her husband was out there raping a, a man, but white women weren't, weren't leaving their men back then. They're going to leave what? First of all, slave masters, if, if you, if you own slaves, you were considered rich back then. Yes. Okay. Yes. So mm-hmm. a white woman wasn't going to leave that wealth privilege that she had sitting up under that home. Uh, cause, cause even that white woman herself could be raped by her husband. Can't say nothing, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. but that same white woman could go out there and, and, and <laughs> kill a brother or a sister at will. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. not, it's not mm-hmm. like, it's not like that white woman was trying to liberate all black, black men and women in slavery. No, that, that didn't happen. Um, they just fell in line because they were being oppressed too. Um, but not in the same rate that, uh, uh, our uh, uh, American descendants, I mean, our our um, slave, our slave descendants, ancestors. Sorry, our slave ancestors who were slaves here. And mm-hmm. so, um, the thing is, is that the black man and the black woman still got married during, you know, after slavery. You know, the mm-hmm. relationship between the black man and black woman was still there. Then mm-hmm. you got all this stuff that came in, into play, laws coming into play. Uh, to try to separate the black men from the black women. So that's why they throw brothers in jail like it was nothing. Uh, put put sisters on programs like welfare and stuff like that. You just have kids and then the government to take care of you. But, understand, but understand this, you can't have no man up in that home. Otherwise, we're going to mm-hmm. take away them services. If anybody's mm-hmm. seen that movie Claudine, y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, Claudine, yeah, if, if, classical, if, James R. Ray. If they saw... If they, if they saw uh, a man's clothes. It's a problem, but you had other people, other women who weren't black and they were put on these same programs and their men were still in the home, but that's another conversation. So the point, the point I'm trying to say to our sisters out there is this. Instead of just putting your hands up in surrender and saying, because brothers are out there targeted. This is for the the sisters out there who are thinking halfway and saying, you know what? I know all brothers are not criminals, but yes, they are being, yes, they are victims of mass incarceration. Uh, But for the sisters who think like that, don't just throw your hands up and surrender and say, you know what? Then that's it. Then I ain't even going to even let a brother even talk to me then Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. of this being the truth. No sister and brother. How about we get together and fight this oppression that keeps putting us in situations where we're being mass incarcerated and mass targeted. That's what should happen. We should be banding mm-hmm. together. Okay. And secondly, I want to say to sisters out there, date, date whoever you want. That's fine. Whatever it is. But understand that black men and women do not have the same, uh, um, um, do not have the same experience in interracial dating than white people do. Let me explain why. Because from the dawn of time, a white man or a white woman can date you and everybody else who's non-white and still benefit from white supremacy. Hello. But a black person cannot do that. So you're already at an unfair advantage in the dating world when you interracially date. Yeah. especially with white men and women. So I just mm-hmm. want brothers and sisters to understand that if you think that white supremacy for you is going to get a little less complicated, if you date somebody white, you think you're not going to have to deal with that anymore. Do you know that back in the days, if a, and still to this day, that if a brother was even looking at a white woman, he was hung from a tree and yes. till. Yes. And yes. he was a kid. 14 years old. 
understand 14. understand what the new lynching is because we because they can't put you on ropes. But you know what cops could do because this happened to a brother somewhere somewhere. I don't know where he was. He was with a white woman. The police rolled up on him. They tased him and put him in a chokehold. Hmm. Hmm. All because he was with a white woman. Hmm. Hmm. In the year 2019. Hmm. Now that's not rope, but it's still strangulation. Yes. Wow. That's still lynching. Now, they didn't say we're doing this because you were a white woman, but they was extra aggressive with him because the woman that he happened to be in a relationship with was white. Now, now, now let me talk to my sisters because I know some sisters are probably thinking, well, you know, that's that's what well, the brother shouldn't have been with the white white woman. That's what he get. Now, let me talk to your sisters <laughs> who want a white man. And this is your choice. I don't have a problem with this. Date who you want. But just understand this. If you're going into a relationship with a white man with the mentality that life is going to be a lot easier for you, you're wrong. You're wrong. Let's talk about Stacey Dash. Here's my example. Mm. Stacey Dash is half black, half Mexican. She is married to a white man. Yes, she is. She has more of a black appearance. If you look at her, you would have never known that she was half Mexican. But anyway, that doesn't, that doesn't matter right now. She called the cops from a domestic dispute on her husband. But she got arrested, not he, the husband. And he didn't. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So it didn't save her. Hmm. <laughs> All the coon juice he been drinking. Hello. Okay. All that coon aid did not save her. <laughs> she said that she was in a domestic dispute. But why is it that she was the only one who got arrested and not the husband? If the hmm. husband allegedly hit her. Because the story is, is that I guess they were hitting, they were, swinging on each other so if you were swinging on each other then i would think that both people should get locked up right both of them should get arrested right he didn't get arrested she did i don't think i have to go into any more stories of interracial uh, 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 situations that ended up in the disputes that didn't go in favor of the black man or black woman i don't think i have to do this that that, that's a whole nother show some of y'all already know what's going on But what I'm trying to say is this, sisters, understand that if you are going to give up on brothers, then go over there and stay over there. Brothers, if you're going to give up on sisters, then I'm going to say the same thing to you. They can go over there and stay over there. But just understand that if you're going to date them, you got to take on it. You got to take on the interracial dating struggle. And then also you have to understand also on the other part is that as a black man and a black woman who dates, uh, um, outside of their race, you're opting in to the race that you're dating. Are you making sure that that race that's dating you was opting into you? Hmm. You're probably more than likely not. Hmm. Meanwhile, you're with a, a, a woman who is of a culture that's not your own. And therefore, when you have a, a, a police brutality situation or anything pertaining to a black call, she basically tells you you're on your own. Exactly. What sense does that make? Let me ask a question. Take all the time you need. I, I didn't said so much. Go ahead. I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to ask a question to the brothers and sisters who, who who say they're gonna just they're gonna give up her brothers and sisters and they're gonna and they're gonna um date white women or they're gonna date somebody else of a different um diaspora um do you think if you marry that white woman or you marry that or you married or a black woman do you think you marry that white man do you think that they that those people that you married are gonna contribute to the black community 
you, do you think that they're going to contribute to the black community? Meaning that that ninety nine percent won't. Yeah, you think that they're going to contribute? That's that's the question because you think they're going to contribute? Because I guess I understand they have some black folks that don't even contribute to their own, to their own community mm-hmm. by any means. They don't. But you think by dating, just just saying, I, I this is I believe in compatibility, and yeah. I believe that okay, and, and I'm gonna say okay that they whoever, whoever you feel comfortable with and whoever you God lead you to date them, right? But but you gotta make sure they're on your side. Make sure that they're ready. That meaning mean make sure that they're that they're with you. Mm-hmm. So. Let's say now you're in a situation and you are in handcuffs and you think yes, nobody's gonna fight. How how much do you think yes, nobody's gonna fight with you? And and, and they and a woman a woman is accusing you of touching her and raping her. Do you think it's nobody's gonna come and and, and help you? Or, or be by your side in a situation like that. Because when the going gets tough, you see who's on your side. That's all I'm saying. You really see who's on your side. And I've seen situations where, um, where, okay, you interracial date. You did interracial dating, but certain things went down and all of a sudden now, they turn on you. Now, all of a sudden now, now you're, now you're, now, now, now you're no good no more. Now, you know, you're, they call you all the n-word you're no good no more and you and you're this and you're that and and don't you touch me i'll get you locked up like like a white woman said to a black man i get you you bet you better not raise your voice say quick to call the police i know a yo i know a, i know a mex i know a young mexican man who's in a relationship with a um with a white woman a caucasian mm-hmm. woman and when he threatened to break up with her, well, not threatened, but he said he wanted to break up with her. And she said, if you break up with me, I'll tell the police you raped me. Wow. He's not black. He's Mexican, but she knows her white privilege. Hello. And to this day, they're still together. I'm so not, I'm not making this up. He lives in Texas. So, so he's, so he's with her because out, out of fair. Yes. He's so badly, he so badly wanted a white woman because he believed that they were better than his women, Mexican women. Yeah. And so the first white woman he won, I don't know if it's the first one, but the white woman that he actually ends up getting with says that to him when he wants, when he wants it to be over. Mm hmm. He's trying to find ways to get in a relationship. He's trying to relocate. She's saying that she's going to follow him. And lock him up. Now, let me just say that I'm not saying this about all white women. But what I'm saying is white women are taught this from birth, whether it's from their parents or from or in society. Um, is the whole goddess effect, you know. And if they don't have blonde hair, they're going to bleach their hair blonde. You know what I'm saying? And that is... Um, that America will have sympathy for you. Therefore, they will believe everything that you say. This is something that was taught to them. Um, all you got to do is watch TV, uh, listen to certain conversations, and also see the situation in that Amber Geiger case uh, where she basically killed Botham Jean. But why is it that in that courtroom, somebody who was a murderer was able to turn it around to the point where she actually became the victim in that case. Yeah. She started to cry. People started to no, because people, she's a, no, she's a victim. She's a victim. She's a, people started to feel sorry for her going to prison. I ain't mm-hmm. never seen nobody feel that way about uh, Bill Cosby. But anyway, that's another conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is the things that I'm talking about is that you have to watch you have to watch who you get with, even within your own race, right? We teach that. But even outside mm-hmm. of your race, you got to be even more careful because mm-hmm. you'll get with a situation mm-hmm. where somebody is saying that they're going to tell people that you raped them. I mean, what the heck is that? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. You know, 
you know, and I, I hope this message is being taught properly. What I'm trying to teach is this. I'm not trying to, this is going to come off kind of crazy. I'm not trying to tell people not to date outside of their race. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to tell you that if you're going to, if you're going to do it, it better be with genuine intent. Mm-hmm. If it's not with genuine intent, then the downfall is coming. It's coming. Mm-hmm. That Negro wake up call is coming. Mm-hmm. If you haven't had it already. And just because somebody's having sex with you doesn't mean they love you. Mm-hmm. Hello. Okay. Slave masters Hello. Were, were having all types of well, rape because it wasn't sex. And any sex back then couldn't be refused if you was black. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, don't get that confused with, mm-hmm. you know, so you better do it with genuine intent. You better. Yes. Otherwise mm-hmm. you're going to have a problem. Mm-hmm. Speak, and I'm speaking from somebody who used to engage. I'm me myself used to engage in interracial relationships a very long time ago. So I have experienced that. Mm-hmm. I went into it with, I went into it with genuine intent. But I can't guarantee that the women that I dated uh, 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 dated me in, with genuine intent. I can't even guarantee that. I can't. I know what it was on my end, but I don't know what it was on their end. Mm. Okay, so learn. Mm. <laughs> Speaking from somebody who has who's been through that. Okay, it mm. better be with genuine intent. Zacchaeus. Let me hand it back to you. And I'm going to ask you a question before we get up out of here because we're going to have to close. Um, yeah. We're probably going to have to do a, uh, probably going to have to touch on this a little later as well. So yeah. here's the thing. Going back to um why black women are the last to get married plus get married outside their race and black women being loyal and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Lonnie, Lonnie, I want to tell you also that black men are very loyal too. Uh, black women have been loyal, of course, but black men are very loyal. All you got to do is look at the great black men who have been the main vocal point of the move, who have been the main uh, drivers of the of uh, leading us out of the struggle. A lot of black men, strong black men fighting. So you can't say they was loyal. They was loyal. There was more brothers out there. Um, on the front lines, vocally speaking, and putting their bodies on the line than black women. But that's not what this is about because I also want to tell um, Lonnie and people who think like Lonnie, um, mm-hmm. this is not a question of who's targeted more, black men or black women. We know what the numbers are. We know they're black men. But we shouldn't be in competition with each other and that's what white supremacy has done to us is put us in comp it's put us in competition with each other. We don't have any, the black man doesn't hide anything from the black woman as far as from a socio political and economical standpoint. There's nothing that we have that we're keeping you from. We're not denying you of jobs. We're not denying you of your uh, civil rights. We're not denying you of these uh, uh, of education. Black men have never done that to sisters. Okay. So my mm-hmm. sister, we're in this together. Mm-hmm. And let's kill that noise. Yes. And stay on and get on code together. Mm-hmm. We can do this. Mm-hmm. I believe in you. I, I believe in you. And I hope you believe in me, black woman. Hmm. That's my final thought. Zach, here's you go. Yeah. My final thought for tonight is that sisters, if you see a brother there trying to be right by you, you he's, he's talking to you and he's, and he's, and you're comfortable with him and, and he's feeling you and you're feeling him. It's like dating each other and you're thinking about dating them. Don't. Just him away and say he might type. He, you know, you know, he, he ain't got. He, 
he ain't got that kind of money. He um he not you know he's not driving the kind of car. Give the brother a chance. Don't overlook him. Don't over don't over don't overlook him. And say, oh, I'm gonna just stay. I want to date a guy so much that I don't know. And brothers, I'm not, I'm, this is oh, this, this is a uh, yo, Zacchaeus, hold that thought. Zacchaeus, hold that. Zacchaeus, hold that thought real quick. We're having some. We're having some technical difficulties here, and I want to make sure that. Zacchaeus. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. We're having some technical difficulties. We want to make sure that we're able to hear Zacchaeus's uh, last statements entirely, in, in, in its entirety. Uh, so I'm just going to take a couple of seconds. Zacchaeus, are you there? Zacchaeus. Okay. I'm not sure what's going on there. Let me just inform everybody. Zacchaeus is coming. Uh, we are not in the same studio together uh, performing this podcast. Um, I am currently in Oklahoma. He is in New York. So because of that, we got to do this uh, via Skype. And so there's a situation going on with the audio. I actually can't hear him right now. So I'm not sure what the situation is. Um, but uh, what I want to do is thank everybody for uh, listening tonight. And uh, I hope the proper message was able to be conveyed. What I want to last say again is, uh, you know, for the black man and the black woman, um, you know, you're free to do whatever you want. I understand it is what it is, but I'm speaking, I'm speaking uh, directly to black men and women who still want to pursue each other and create legacies uh, with each other. And that is brothers and sisters. Um, we have to be on code and we have to fight uh, for each other and fight with each other against the system of white supremacy that has divided us and put us in the situations that we are today. And we must never forget that. All right. So uh, I apologize for the audio situation, uh, for the technical difficulties. I don't know what's going on. I really wanted uh, you guys to hear Zacchaeus's last point. Uh, but for some reason, it just timed out. And um, that's not good. So we're going to get a bad. Zacchaeus, you there? Zacchaeus. You can hear me. You can hear me. OK, Zacchaeus. Yes, you Zacchaeus. You hear me? Yeah. You there? I'm there. I'm here. You can hear me? Okay. So, Zacchaeus, we had some technical difficulties. Your final thought was chopped up so badly that we couldn't even hear what you said. Um, hopefully, if I have you speak now, you can, you're able to get that out. Get that out uh, so that the message that you want oh, to wow. convey, uh, you know, can be said to the audience. We're going to try one more time. Zacchaeus, your final thought. Yeah. Yeah, my final thought is that brothers and sisters, don't just overlook this. My brothers, look, my brothers, um, Look, don't, don't, don't look at, don't, um, look at her sister for her body. Just look, see if you're compatible with her. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that they just stay sisters, but I'm just saying that this. Let me try to figure this out because I really need this brother's opinion here. Um, there's a couple seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Let me try this again with him. The brother's pockets, man. Give a brother. A 
Zacchaeus, you there? Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, you there? Zacchaeus. Hello? Okay, I I can't. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to end the show. Uh, We're going to try to figure this out. I mean, we were doing so good the whole show, and all of a sudden the program wants to act up. All right. All right, so we're going to... Um, Zacchaeus, you there? Okay, we, we, we can't do this. I don't know what happened. All right, so... We're going to have to end the show. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we're gonna, we'll see you next time on our next episode of Mr. Z and Fifth. All right, peace.